Welcome to the Gigless Podcast, a podcast showcasing the works and talents of those who lost their gigs due to the COVID-19 pandemic. This podcast will feature a range of creatives from the Tri-State area who are young visionaries and who contribute to the craft despite the recent events that have happened. Join us today as our host Remy Leibovic speaks with Ariana Gates, the singer-songwriter from Fairlawn, New Jersey. Ariana has been on various musical acts featuring wedding bands and pop ensembles, as well as performing solo through the New Jersey area. Ariana looks forward to sharing her music later on in the year, bringing her vibrant voice and soul to any project she's on. Enjoy. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Gigless, the podcast about, well, everyone that lost their gigs due to the COVID 19 pandemic. So today, we have our guest, Ariana. Hi. Ariana, what's your last name? Gates. <laughs> Gates? Like Bill Gates, but not related, unfortunately. Aw, all that money. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so Ariana, tell us about yourself. When did you start playing music or taking an interest in music? Because you're a very interesting guest. You're actually a wedding singer. Yeah, so... Um, my dad was a recording engineer, so I grew up in that environment. So it was always just kind of like, this is normal, right? <laughs> um, so I was just always singing as a little kid, you know, record like recording myself at 10 years old, like singing Kelly Clarkson songs, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be on Broadway. Like, I love this. Um, but then like when I got to high school, I started taking it a little more seriously and you know improved it guitar enough to accompany myself and was like showing up at all the open mic nights at school and all that kind of all that jazz um and then I went um to uh William Patterson and their pop music program which was awesome um but what do you hold a what do you hold a degree in bachelor of arts with a concentration in popular music studies that's what it's called uh very i'm not used to ever saying it because it was just the pop program that's all i so yeah um but yeah i'm 24 i'm in north jersey i'm uh working my way through trying to get the original music thing going um have some songs ready to release when it's possible. <laughs> yeah, I can relate to half of that. The 24 being in North Jersey, I could definitely relate to half of that. So, okay. So you said that you have stuff coming out, right? Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I have like my first single all ready to go. I had it mastered, like it's all good. Um, and of course, the, the last step was, let me get this photo shoot done so I can get all of the, you know, art around the single all together so it really is legit and I have the whole package ready to go. Of course, social distancing, we are um, not doing photo shoots at the moment. Um, so I keep having to, you know, until like, till I do that, I feel like I can't put the song out. So I'm kind of just waiting on that. Um, and then I have another song ready to go to put out after this one to, you know, keep the momentum going a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, but, you know, I'm taking the time to just keep writing 
new songs because you know I want to I, I think within the next year I'd, I want to do an EP like a like a four or five song EP and have that out so are you a soprano or an alto what's your I range I'm an alto I'm not like an a, alto? I'm not classically trained in that sense so I don't uh. I got range but I think I'm an alto oh bet for sure <laughs> <laughs> so who so you're a wedding singer is how I found you right and that's a big that's one of my main gigs does everybody tell you about the this movie? podcast sorry say again does everybody tell you about the movie the wedding singer no well actually people bring it up to me sometimes I've only seen it like one time so people like to, I think people reference it and it probably goes right over my head because I have no idea what they're talking about oh <laughs> I should probably see it um but yeah so who have you worked with while being a wedding singer well i i all of these gigs are with one company so uh it's bud malton he's in paramus the it's metropolitan music um he 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 was at he's actually was a friend of my dad's and he's been doing this for like 40 years like he's like one of the last like real old school party wedding band people club date gig people you know around um so but he hires me throughout the wedding season so like last year pretty much every saturday and most friday nights i was at a wedding at somebody's wedding <laughs> just mm -hmm. singing and playing tambourine and rocking out so what's your typical gig is your typical gig a wedding or is it open mic like you said or are you playing My a smaller menu typical gig if we're talking about like real like real paid gigs are the are the wedding gigs at as mm -hmm. of now that's like if i'm if i'm thinking of like when i play music and when i make actual money that meet like meaningful amounts of money it's the wedding stuff um uh and and holiday parties during that season too um we yeah. get a couple like big rich people holiday parties in the city which is that sounds snazzy yeah it's a lot of drunk a lot of drunk rich people um, oh <laughs> yeah so so that's primarily how you make your living is through wedding singing right and how did you get into that I mean I've known this person I've known this man bud for like my whole he he was a family friend first so I've known him my whole life um mm -hmm. and I mean in high school he invited me to just come on a gig just to like see what it was like um um and you know he let me like come on stage and sing some background vocals and um but you know he I was I wanted to work for him I just wanted I wanted to make money singing and in an immediate way this was a good way to do it um so you're academically rounded because you have a degree you have a BA yeah with a focus in popular music yeah so as someone who's academically trained, do you feel that your degree was able to enhance your career? It will when okay. I start applying it. Okay, I feel um, that. Yeah, and in at the very end of 2016, my dad passed away. Um, oh my god, I'm so sorry. So it was kind of it's all right, um, but it was kind of like I kind of froze for a while, and I'm I'm feeling I'm kind of feeling like I'm just now getting 
unfrozen. Like I, I've just kind of gotten to the point where, okay, the wedding gigs are great. Working part-time at Guitar Center is great. Working on my original music is great. Like this is all good. Like I'm living, a, I live a pretty charmed life. Like it's all good right now, but I'm getting really uncomfortable being comfortable and I'm really ready to like do it. Like I really, really, really want a career playing my music, making money that way. And that's what I want to do with my life. So I'm ready to do it. And, and apply it. Yeah, apply it. And, you know, this degree, I mean, it was a great program because you kind of got a little of everything. You know, I took some songwriting classes. I took a couple of like uh, audio and uh, like electronic music classes to sort of familiarize myself with with a DAW, a digital audio works, workspace, I think. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And a lot of it was based around like the structure of the entertainment industry. Um, so I got it all logged back here of like how to make it happen. And, I, and now it's just time for me to actually use it and apply it to my life. Yeah, so it was a really cool program. Um, you kind of got a little of everything. Um, so I took some songwriting classes. You took some audio courses to kind of familiarize yourself and it took a lot of there are a lot of classes that were about like how the entertainment industry is structured um so i kind of like i have all this like incredibly useful information as somebody who wants a career in the music industry all kind of logged in my back of my brain ready to go whenever i'm ready to use it and now that i'm kind of like in this next stage of like all right I'm ready to unst unstick myself and like really get let's let's get the ball moving here. It's time to move. Absolutely. So how has COVID-19 this pandemic affected your career so far, your gigs? Uh, I think actually more as we're talking actually I'm realizing like more than I even realized because okay, I'm like put my day job I work at Guitar Center part-time which is like a great way to make some money that's put on hold for now you know go back to work whenever Bergen County says I can um you know the wedding the wedding season starts now so I was supposed to have a couple gigs in March and a couple gigs this month in April that all got canceled or postponed to I don't even know when it's hard to say when they're going to pick back up again it's hard to say like if they're gonna trickle back in or if all everything that was scheduled will just start up at a certain date and then it'll just all go back to normal. I don't know. Um, but I do know that for like those like that like five, six month period of the year, like I'm making half or half like fifty to sixty percent of the money I'm making is doing these gigs every weekend. Um so at least for the next couple of months that's gonna be a little rough not having any income from that um and i mean like personal career wise like with original stuff like i said before like i'm i'm ready to put out a single i'm ready to start booking myself gigs i'm ready to really get out there and like start making con like real like really making content and like pedal to the metal and like really committing my life to it and i was like really feeling like I was starting to get on a roll and then they were like go inside <laughs> so that yeah. was it so I you know in the meantime it's like 
I was actually talking to my mom yesterday. Oops, sorry. Um, and it's all you can do is like, I mean, any all anybody can do, but especially people that like us that are like like to create things. Like that's your that's the essence of what you do is you create things that weren't there um, and share. Because I mean, as a musician, like I love performing because I just love sharing it with people. Like being like I love being on stage. Listen, I'm a Gemini. I love attention, like all that stuff. Like I love being on stage because who doesn't love? I mean, I guess people who have stage fright hate it, but I love. I love attention. I love being on stage. I love it. It's literally the best. I feel it most at home. It's the best ever. Really? But I want to like, see what your sun sign. I want to see what your moon sign is because I think you might be a Leo rising because Leos love being in the spotlight. And I know a lot of Gemini's that are very like background, low key. Like they oh, like being maybe. I don't know. I don't know that. I I haven't gotten into that stuff enough. I just have co-star. <laughs> <laughs> But have like, quotes. if you type in your birth time, you can find the whole it thing you about the whole what you thing. are. Yeah, I'll look that up when we're done here. I'll exactly. Let you know. Um, but in the meantime, like, okay, not booking any gigs right now because nobody's open. Um, maybe I'll have a photo shoot next week—a very socially distanced photo shoot. Um. Uh, and then I can, you know, I can get the single together. This would be a good time to put a song out because no one's doing anything else. So people will listen. So that I'm thinking will happen soon enough. I'm not super stressed out that that's going to be like months and months pushed. I think like mm -hmm. within the next two weeks, I can have the photo shoot. I can get that rolling again. Um, but in the meantime, I'm trying to flip the script for myself instead of being like oh my god we're all stuck inside there's nothing to do like I can't do what I want to be doing it's like no Ariana like okay one of your goals this year was to was to do a four or five song EP like what better time to write all those songs than when you literally have nothing else to do and you're not allowed to go to work <laughs> and you yeah, don't think have, about it you don't have other gigs you have to go to like you know you that's it you have nothing yeah. to do except create things. Yeah, think about it as an artist residency, because I know a lot of people that are artists are going out and posting like quarantine is actually just my regular studio lifestyle. And I'm like, that's great. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine you know? like, especially for like engineers that are just like in the studio all day, editing and mixing and editing and mixing. This is just like, they're like, what's the light complaining about? <laughs> yeah, they're like, what's the light? So, so on a more introspective point, how are you coping with this like emotionally and mentally um i'm definitely going a little stir crazy like very antsy i'm very bored um it's definitely it definitely feels really lonely you know i have like i'm a very lucky person i i say this all the time like i have the best friends like i have the best friends of any friends anyone's ever had like i love Aww. my best friends um and like we you know we're like the three musketeers like inseparable um so it's just like really hard to not be able to just sit with your friends and be with them in person and like give them a hug <laughs> and like cook dinner together and just hang out and you know it's just me and my mom in the house it's pretty isolating there's nothing to do you know you can facetime all you want but we all know that it's not the same it isn't um, it fills the void a little bit, but you know, humans are social creatures. So being isolated is 
definitely hard for everybody, I think, in the same way, because we're all feeling the same thing. Um, yes. What are you doing in response to all this? Are you doing any uh, new projects? Are you looking into different ways into expressing yourself? Actually, okay, so I wrote so far in, I think in the past week, I wrote two new songs with a friend who lives out in LA. We wrote over FaceTime, which I have never done. And it's like, oh, we can write a song over FaceTime. It's the same as being in the room, honestly. It's like, it, it's the same thing. It's, it's just as easy because this, this particular person that I write with often and have written a lot of songs in the past with, and I kind of look to as sort of a mentor because I like wrote my very first songs with him. And like, he sort of has always been like a little guidance. Um, it doesn't throw off the vibe to be so far away. No, I know that it a just lot of feels like we're hanging out. It literally doesn't make a difference. Um, okay, so that's great. But yeah, so that's been fun. Like we we finished a new song yesterday. We were like, this is a great pop song. Oh my gosh. Um, so pop is your main genre. I mean, personally, I like I like a pop soul thing, but I'm kind of figuring it out still. Like, all right, well, who am I as an artist and who am I as a songwriter? which I think is like yes. a whole different conversation of like, what am I writing for me? And what am I writing of like, oh, I could pitch this to somebody and make some money, who knows? Like, Is it like that? Yeah. In the pop world? It, yeah, cause you, you can write, you could, you could be someone who is a much um, more productive songwriter than I am and, and write like 50 songs in a week. Like there are people that, that are, I'm just, I'm not there yet. I haven't practiced enough, but there are people who just can churn out 50 songs like it and like you know they're not all great but there's out of those 50 there's going to be like 15 really good songs 10 really good songs and five like great songs but you know how you want to how you sound as an artist and the kind of songs you write like some are better some are great for you and some are like I don't think I'd want to sing this but this is a great song for this person to sing and then like that's how a lot of artists break in as they break in as writing they write for other people and then they Ghost get writers. later on because they've got some street cred. Um, Do you have any street cred? <laughs> I sang on a Snuggie commercial when I was 15. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that com commercial in the show notes. Yeah, I did. I'm going to find it. There were two of them. There was there was one of them. I can't remember. I just remember it, it just went, put on your Snuggie. Snuggie. And then there was another one to the tune of the Macarena. Um, feeling as warm as a bug in my Snuggie. I love my Snuggie. <laughs> oh my God, I'm living for this. I was so I'm mortified, but I was like, Ariana, so you're at, being asked to sing in a commercial, just do it. <laughs> like, I am actually like so happy. That brings <laughs> me so much joy. Oh my God. So not only am I interviewing a wedding singer, but I'm interviewing a wedding singer that has a claim to fame oh, through yeah. a Snuggie commercial. Snuggie commercial that aired at 4 a.m. That's me. Adult Swim. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would just be- Literally, okay, swim. no, but seriously, it's, it's hilarious to me because that commercial, I never saw it on TV, not once. This was, I was still in high school when I did this. I had a sleepover with my friend and we were still up at like 3.30 in the morning with the TV on. The and big that premiere. Is the one time I ever saw the commercial with with the jingle. I was like, "All right, this is my time to shine." That's great. Three thirty a.m. on a on a Friday. <laughs> so, what other art forms? What other snuggy 
art forms are you expressing yourself with now? Because clearly your, your creativity is not limited while your resources maybe. Um, I've been, I've been really getting into, I mean, everybody has, it sounds so like, not cliche, but just like, I've been get I've been doing a lot of uh, Instagram lives, but like everybody has, it's, I've never seen so many people doing Instagram lives <laughs> it's at necessary. night, like every night, but they're fun because it's like, I want to hear what everyone's up to and playing and, you know, you can't watch everybody's every night, but everyone's always doing them. So you can tune into someone one night, another one the next night. Um, and I like, I mean, I'm, I'm right now I'm doing it for fun, but I've noticed other people doing this trend of like planned, like actual shows. Like this is, I'm putting on a legitimate concert. The only difference is you'll stream it and I'm at my house, um, which kind of looks like a really good idea. So I'm thinking that is something I will maybe put together the next week or so um like a real you know like a legit 30 minute set and get my audio in order and really get it good um so it's less of a casual like I'm playing guitar at 10 p.m hi everybody like a real thing it's more broken and yes actually we've been seeing the utilization of uh things such as twitch and zoom and instagram live and facebook live a lot of musicians are Uh, collaborating now through that and another thing that I just want to say is what do you think this is going to do in regards of you know SoundCloud like a lot of independent musicians are going to be maybe people are going to become musicians in the short amount of time because they just have the time to practice it's kind of it's like a little wild because it's not as if the internet hasn't already taken over the world. And like, it's not like the internet didn't already totally change how the music industry works and like how people can get exposure and how not easy, like it's easy, but how much, how many more avenues there are to being an independent artist and just kind of DIYing it. Um, Yes. Which is kind of how it works now because a lot of times a label doesn't want to sign you until you already have 50,000 followers like they don't care unless people already care Um, really yeah yeah it's not it's not like old school Motown where they're like this kid can really sing let's give him a whole career and like make it all happen it's like they want to see that you've already done it but I wonder if is that from a pop perspective or is that for more classical because what if someone no I'm talking like the pop world that's definitely like okay like the pop yeah I mean because you build a portfolio for the other forms of music for like the other genres so like if you're doing classical music I mean Lizzo's flute has its own fall I was literally about to mention Lizzo Yes. Oh my gosh. She's excellent. She is so <laughs> well-rounded when it comes so to cool. musicians. Yeah, that's. I was that's literally about to on. say Lizzo's been at this like for like literally ten years. So and I, and I don't think she got signed. Maybe she got signed. What? Maybe three or four years ago. I don't really know her timeline, but like, you know that before she got her record deal, like, she had already like really created an oh, audience yeah. for herself. I listened she worked with to, Prince at one point. She was doing background vocals on a Prince record. I was like, what? Where? Yeah, where did, she, what? I actually, um, so I listened to her documentary and she 
in one of her interviews, she goes, I, she studied flute and that's why everyone's on the flute craze right now is because she studied flute and she was going to professionally be a flute player. Like she was going to go to the Paris uh, equivalent of the New York Philharmonic and she yeah. was going to be an orchestral flute player. And she's also trained in opera. She's just an all around well-rounded professional musician, but pop just was the way that she went. She like the had something that, to say there and she wanted to yes, do it. Absolutely. like Gaga, like Lady Gaga, can, she can really sing jazz. I mean, I don't know if a professional jazz singer wants to hear her scat, but like she can, she can like hold her own and she can, I mean, I would listen to Lady Gaga sing literally anything. Um, are these your influences? My influences? No, yes. I would say when I think about who influenced me the most, I would say Sarah Bareilles is like top, very high up on that list. Oh my God, I love her. So what's inspiring you now then? Um, honestly, what's inspiring me now is like the fact that we can't do anything is making, you know, you won't always want what you can't have. The fact that we can't do anything is making me want to do stuff so much more. And I'm like so antsy and I'm so ready to go. And I'm so feeling like, okay, I'm turning 25 in June. Like I'm ready to go here. Like I, I want to move. Um, you know, I had a trip to LA planned for April, had to cancel that. Don't know what I'm going to get there. Maybe July, but who knows? Um, but like what's inspiring me to to do anything musical now is just like I feel like um what's like the visual the visual I have in my head is you know when you play Mario Kart and before you know okay let's just say you're Yoshi and before you start before it starts the countdown starts you can press a and like the engine starts going and you're making dust like that's how I feel like I want that's what I want to make out of this for for me is all right let's utilize all this time and like get the engine going so then when i'm fine when i'm finally allowed outside again i can just like go yeah you're definitely rubbed up in the start zone and i you're don't frozen. want to be i don't want it to be over because the whole world is in this state so it's definitely like there will, there will be an end point um but like, I don't want it to be over and then look back and be like, oh my God, I had hundreds of hours of completely free time with no distraction, except for my own nerves. And I didn't do anything. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, so mad. I'm already mad enough. Like, you know, everyone's got regrets of what they did and didn't do. Like, why didn't I start doing this two, three years ago? Like I, I should have done more, but okay, but you didn't. So let's start now. Um, exactly. You got to be very present. You have to work from where you are now which I'm learning. Exactly. So. You need to take things day by day. And I feel that a lot of creative people that the fact that they have to feel present in the current moment and make their art pieces based around or just their music pieces or their performance pieces, whatever creative expression that you have. Mm -hmm. I think that now is the time because if you don't do it now, then you won't have all this time later and you'll be looking back saying I had all that time yeah and of course you can't you also can't totally beat yourself up over it because at the same time like we are going through a global pandemic and it's scary yeah, it's pretty intense it's intense it's not terrifying like you know I'm not scared personally like if I got it like okay I'll feel really shitty for 
shitty for a week and then I'll not feel shitty anymore. Like, you know, you get sick and then you get better, but there are other people who are not. And the whole, just the whole idea of it, the whole state of the world is freaky right now. It's scary. So, you know, if you're not at your absolute most productive because you're distracted by what's happening, like that's also okay. Um, yeah. But if you can, if you can manage to um, compartmentalize it a bit, which I've never been great at, but I'm trying to be like, okay, the world as it is right now is making me ridiculously anxious and it's not going to change today or tomorrow or the next day. It's just what it is right now. And you can't change it yourself except for staying home. So let's put that over here. <laughs> You're healthy. Your family's healthy. Feel really lucky in that. What can we do with this time to make something positive out of it that then when it's over, you can share with other people and then they can share in that with you, which to me is what that's the point of music is like, it's, you know, as a, as a person who loves to perform and I love to sing and it's like my true joy in life and like what I'm supposed to be doing. Obviously it's a, it's a self-fulfilling thing, but it's also like totally about bringing other people into it. I mean, exactly. Like you don't go to a concert just to stare at somebody doing what they're doing and not feel it with them. Like the whole point oh, no. is that like you're all you're all having this like human experience. Yeah, there's definitely I have a better time at shows when there's stage presence versus when there's no stage presence. Oh yeah, when they're like when they're like we're all in this, it's like yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. I hate it when I hate it when you go to a show and there's people that are just like there just to be there and they're just sitting there talking and it's like shh. like why am I telling you to shh at a concert, you know? Um I definitely believe that there's going to be a lot of new projects from a lot of creative people coming out because a lot of creative people are sensitive. The idea that we need to take care of each other, I think has really come to the forefront for a lot of people me too let's just maybe yeah. think about stuff I know you, you just don't think about it because why would you um and you're such a so you said that you bring joy to the world and on top of that that's such a great thing because your main gig is at people's happiest moments of their lives oh their yeah life. weddings a good wedding is honestly there are times when it, it I mean it's like any performance it kind of does depend on your audience so if you're at a wedding and everyone's like really chill, it's like, okay, what are we, what are we rocking out for? No one's really interested. And like, sometimes it's like, kind of like it, those are the gigs where it's like, okay, two hours left, let's just get it over with. Um, but then there are other gigs where like, people are like, holy shit, we're married. Oh my God. And they're freaking out. The family's freaking out and everyone's drunk and everyone's dancing and having the time of their lives. And like, you run out there with a mic and you know, he, the band director sends me out there and I'm singing party in the USA, having the time of my life. That's, I always, I don't know why, but I always end up having to sing that song. So um, what are your, do you sing like Italian? I mean, I'm just thinking because North Jersey, Italian, Greek, Spanish. No, do you sing so in different languages? No, no, no. We're doing like, um, like party band, like Motown hits, pop songs. It's all like pop dance. Um, you know, during dinner, a lot of the times I'll play guitar and just sing like, um, like the book of love, like Peter, that Peter, like stuff like that, just like, you know, dinner music. Um, and then, but then during the party, there's two other singers. 
actually mm -hmm. technically three because the guitar player also can sing everyone actually kind of sings everyone's got like a song um um that's fun yeah it's super fun um like the yeah i think a lot of club date musicians would agree that like the gigs that kind of suck like kind of suck and the gigs that are fun are like really fun <laughs> that's um, great though that's excellent yeah like and when everyone's having a party and you can kind of party with them it's awesome because they're just like having an absolute ball and you're a big part of that because you know the music sucks it kind of puts a damper on things so it's nice to know that you don't suck and you're not putting a damper on things <laughs> yeah no definitely and so where do you see because we're getting close to our marker here where do you see yourself in the future can i can i like not fantasize but can i just be like really big about it yeah like, do i don't want to like do i have to, i don't want to be realistic like you know people have so many reasons for why stuff won't happen like if Listen, i'm, I'm be, like totally flat out honest like what i want years from now like i want to be playing manifest like the bowery ballroom i want to be playing like bigger venues i want to be selling my music i want people to be connecting with it i want to you know have like a following that is not not because i want to be famous but because like i want to make music that people really love because that's the whole point i mean you make it for you but that only gets you so far. <laughs> um, Absolutely. I just want to be, I want my life to be, you know, my, that's my job is like, I'm a singer, songwriter, performer. That's what I do. People care about it. Um, you know, I have other, if I'm really thinking in the future, like far ahead, I have like this fantasy of like one day I'll be like a super successful musician, like I'll have a Grammy, I'll have sold a bunch of albums, I'll have all this money, and I'll buy a big farm and open an animal sanctuary. <laughs> that's Manifest like, it, girl. That's Manifest like the dream it. I've always had is I am going to open an animal sanctuary. I am gonna do it. One day I will have enough money that I can do that. I'm coming over to pet the pigs. Oh, all the know. pigs, all the horses, all the sheep, all the dogs, literally any animal that needs a place to go is this is in my fantasy animal sanctuary. That's where they'll be. <laughs> that you'll sing to every day. Right. And people can have weddings on. Right. Oh my God. I just gave you a marketing idea. <laughs> that's so good, actually. Wow. Wow, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. So we're again, we're getting close to our time capsule. Where can people find you? And where can people listen to your music or catch your shows? Right now, you can follow me on Instagram. It's just Ariana Gates. Um, again like i kind of said before like I, I feel like i'm sort of starting over so i don't actually have like tons of content out right now but soon i will like soon i will have a single two singles on spotify this year i will have an ep i have a couple videos up on youtube but i think i actually took a lot of them down because they were old and i was like not interested in having those up um it's okay but you know if if you if you wanted to like keep up with me instagram is the way to go because that's where i'll be that's kind of where i'm going to put all my focus of like from this point on that's where you can see where i'm going and doing so and this is just a question that i have too can people find like the company that you use to find weddings and book through do they have clips of you or do they have like 
an audio portfolio of you that you can like that we can yeah, like go I and mean, see. I mean, you can go on because that's it's it's its own entertainment company. I'm like a hired gun, um, but <laughs> you know, um, I mean, I'm part of the team because like if you go on there, it's Bud. I think MetropolitanMusic.com. I think. If you go okay. on that website, I mean, I'm sure they, I don't even know what's up there of me. I'm sure there's clips of, of me lip syncing to myself singing a song. It's a little But cheap, that's fun. But it's fun. That gives you a personality. <laughs> yeah. I feel that it's incredible that you said that it's not even about how you sound. It's about your following. Because I think to some of these ridiculous, uh, you know, musician, quote unquote musicians that we've had, I'm like, I bet that these guys can't even mix. I bet, like, I was just like, there's no way. Like, where's the professionalism coming from? No, it's like, and then you have to know that you got the goods. Like, I'm, I'm confident enough that I, I, I know what I have and I know what I can do. And like, am I the best singer in the whole world? Definitely not. But am I really good at being me, doing what I do? Yes, absolutely. And I think that people connect with that, and I like to connect with people. I love to just be with people and if I think about like Ariana what's your personal brand like I've always kind of thought like my personal brand is like that's Ariana she's really real she's really not trying that hard to look cool she's just like rocking out and having a really good time and wanting people to have an awesome time with her and just like singing really honest earnest songs and like being a really generous performer like really giving people what you're feeling um, because the whole idea to me is like, whatever I'm feeling is not the first time anyone's felt it. Like, you know, I lost a parent. That was, that's still the hardest thing ever. It's, you know, my dad was like my best friend. So I write songs about that, which are really hard to sing and it's difficult, but like, you know, I'm sure that there's plenty of other people that lost their parents that connect with that, that aren't songwriters, but like, can feel that they just vibe they vibe you know everyone's saying that now i feel like they an old vibe. lady everyone's saying that now we're vibing everyone's saying they vibe <laughs> the kids are saying they vibe the kids are saying that really we're just vibing that was honestly my grandma just came out of me <laughs> it's okay we got the jersey accent we're a bunch of jersey girls yeah. and doing doing it bagels <laughs> that's all i said. like to get myself with schmear with locks and schmear bagels 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 all right well thank you all for listening to this, <laughs> this, this thank you doll. ariana this has been ariana gates oh like my gate that has to get fixed outside the front door you know they never come on time but <laughs> keep telling morty to fix the hinge but he won't get out there and do it for me oh god oh geez <laughs> well thank you all for listening to this episode of gigless uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Tuning out here from Jersey. Thanks so much. This was so fun. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the Giggles Podcast, hosted by Remy Leibovic and produced by Dane Wagner. The song used for our intro and outro is Beach Walk by Unicorn Heads. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to our social media pages on Instagram at gigglesspodcast and at our website, gigglespodcastblog.wordpress.com. There, you can find out more about the artist, contact the host and producer, and find out more about our schedule. Thank you.